Xavier, we got you on the line. Yes, sir. How are you, brother? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing really good. So, um, thanks for uh, letting me interview you, by the way. I appreciate it. Um, for uh, So, for everybody out there that's going to be listening, why don't you just give them, like, 30 seconds to a minute, who you are, what they should know about you, that sort of a thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so my name is Xavier Burke. I am the founder and creator of the No Bench Riding Movement. I just believe that everybody should um, pursue self-actualization, and I'm just on a mission to help everyone do that. That's dope. I love it. So what do you define as uh, self actualization i think that everyone has their own unique skills and abilities something that kind of just they innately have without having to work very hard at it or they have um just natural passions for things sure and i believe that if you have those skills or you have those passions then it is your duty to pursue them Okay, so I like that. That's really interesting. Like okay, that's a really interesting way of thinking about it. So basically, like, so what you would say is self-actualization, I would basically call self-awareness, just knowing what you're good at, what are your natural abilities, um, and what are you bad at, basically. Does that does that kind of sound yeah, about absolutely. right? Absolutely. Um, it's, yeah, it's all in the same family. They're probably brothers. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> I like that. That's funny. Um, okay. So then, so tell me about no bench riding. So that way everyone knows what it is and uh, just like a full on just refresher for me, but more, more so than just helping people um, figuring out what they're good at and what their natural abilities are. Right. Um, so the overall like slogan is called is no bench riding, be the superstar of your own life. Um, it's a it derives from sports, it's a sports term. So if you ride the bench you basically are a paid spectator. Let's say you're a professional bench rider, you like on the team but you don't play. You like you're not yeah, adding yeah, to yeah. The, the scoreboard and all that. So if you're um a bench rider of life, you're basically letting your life pass you by. You're not pursuing your goals, you're not really impacting the world in any way. You're just kind of existing. So mm -hmm. no bench riding will be the antithesis of that. Like, don't watch your life go by. Actually pursue your goals, pursue your dreams. And so it's like everything that goes into that. So let's say, for example, you're in a marriage you don't like. You're, like not, you're unhappy. You've been unhappy for a long time. You've done everything you can to uh, make it work. But it's just not working. Mm -hmm. What? Don't settle for that. Like, that's not your life. Like, it's okay to get a divorce, and you're not a failure. You're actually freeing yourself from that burden of unhappy marriage or relationship. Right. Um, let's say you've been attempting college over and over again. You actually don't really want to go. You just feel like you should go. Your parents have always told you that that's the way to do it. Your friends may have done it and completed it, but you're just failing every time you go. And you're like, you know what? I'm not trying to be a doctor. I'm not trying to be a lawyer. I'm not trying to be a psychologist. Like, I don't actually, what I'm trying to do, I don't actually need to go to college for. Well, don't go against yourself. 
Right. Like, if, you, if, if college isn't for you, then don't go. Right. Just figure out yeah. the route you're supposed to take to pursue your dreams. And then, yeah, I mean, no, those are just, like, uh, two examples. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the second one is literally me to a T. I went for two years just because my parents wanted me to go. It's what they wanted. Um, and me being their first kid, they were like dead set serious on me going and getting a four year degree, but they had known since I was about in like fourth grade that school wasn't for me. Like literally they had known since fourth grade that school was not my cup of tea. Like that's Do you still get letter grades in fourth grade? <laughs> um, you did, you did. But here's the funny thing. So the reason that they said that is because it was around that time when they started going like the parent teacher conferences and stuff. That's when yeah. all of my teachers started saying, you know, he's really smart and he's got a lot of potential, but he just doesn't try. And mm-hmm. when they told me that, I'm like, yep, damn right. I didn't like, I did not <laughs> care. Like I didn't think that school mattered. I never like, like truthfully, I never read a book. And I secretly hope that one of my teachers uh, listens to this podcast later on and hears me say that I cheated on every single book report and I never read a single book cover to cover in school. I always spark noted it or cheated off someone else. Shout out to spark notes and your neighbor, Mary. Oh, man. I mean, yeah, so... It's funny that you you bring up that because that was literally me. Is I finally decided I'm like you know what what I want to be doing in life, I don't need a degree. Like I I know I'm an entrepreneur. I know that's where my heart's at. Um, I know that's what's in me. And you just don't need to go to school to be an entrepreneur. You can start your own business that same day that you quit school. One hundred percent. So for you, when did you actually? want or have the idea to start no bench writing and like what sparked that? Cause I feel like there had to have been something drastic that happened or just a very um, big shift in mindset or something that happened. Just kind of walk me through that, how that happened. Um, so I think no bench writing has been in me and the idea has been in me for a very long time. I just might not necessarily have named it anything. Okay. Because to me, like, no business to me is more of, like, a mental mindset than mm-hmm. some words. So, like, I always kind of had this mindset that, like, I needed to do more. And I think it stems from junior year when I went to the, I went to, um, to the doctor to get my back checked out. And... He told me that I had a spinal condition called spinal lordosis and that I was going to miss my whole junior year of sports, and I needed surgery. At this time, I was kind of at that point where I was about to get heralded as, like, kind of one of the star players on the team. My coaches were going to start reaching out to colleges, like Division I schools and stuff for me. And, like, football was life. Right. Like, I knew that it was just kind of a skill that I had. I didn't have to work hard to do it. I just was naturally good at it without really trying hard. So, like, that was my mindset. Like, I didn't really care about school. I just did enough to to be eligible. But football was going to take me to the top, right? Mm -hmm. So I have the surgeon come in and tell me, 
yeah, that dream's kind of dead, bro. Like, your, your junior year is the year you get recruited. I don't have that dream anymore because it's gone. Like, it's not taken from me. So mm. I was just depressed. And I've been, and I, my grades started to tank. I mean, I was, like, I was able to always maintain, like, Bs and Cs and some As just without really trying that hard. Now it was Ds, and I was getting some Fs and, like, some Cs. And I, thought you're, I thought you were about to say Bs and Cs was tanking, and I'm like, wow, you are great in my book as far as my grades went. Like, you are phenomenal. Oh, no, I was... <laughs> I was having to do like makeup classes and all that. Like I was just, oh, okay. I gained, a, I started gaining weight. Um, I tried to come back my senior year, but I tore my meniscus in my right knee, and then either surgery on my back again. So basically, career over. Right. And so, honestly, up until like recently, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like up until kind of recently, I was just been lost. I've just been kind of walking around in this world. Yeah. Not knowing what to do, like my identity was so set on this way of life. I have friends and old like competitors who are playing professional football, basketball, sports, and just doing well in the world. Right. And I was equal, if not better, than some of those guys. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, what have I always been good at? What's something that like I love to do? And the answer to that was. I love people, not in the terms of, like, I want to go, like, party and stuff like that, but I love the why of people's actions. I love, like, understanding the reasons people do things and helping people be better. Like, I'm that guy that, like, people call if they need some advice on stuff. Right. And so I was like, that's it, like, I love helping people, and I want to see people do good, and I want to be the reason that people do better, especially because what I felt was my truth failed me. And I want other people to never let their truths fail them or find a new truth. So, like, no Ben product is my new truth. I want people to either cultivate their truth or find a new truth. Right. So... That's kind of um, what my focus has been of lately, and I'm just excited for it. Yeah, that's dope. And so, so what? So walk me through. Like, what are you doing for for no bench riding right now? Like, are you working with those athletes that you've been buddies with to try and gain some traction, or is it more of like trying to get like speaking opportunities? Yeah. So. Um, just the other day, I was talking with this guy, and he um he wants me to go speak in a prison where he works and kind of inspire the guys to really take control of their lives once they get out and even while they're in prison to actually right. rehabilitate themselves. So I got some speaking opportunities. I have um, a friend who's a basketball trainer, and he wants me to uh, go speak to some of his athletes. I'm currently getting my life coaching certifications. That's dope. Where are you and getting I, that um, true? I'm actually, I'm just doing it to the uh, Udemy website. I'm doing it the, uh, so it's the Wealth Coach Academy is the, oh, the overall company. But they okay. provided a, uh, the same certification on Udemy for a cheaper price. Because usually it's like okay. $5,000. But there's like 
cheaper per like course. Sure. So I can afford it doing it that way. And that's kind of, I'm just using that kind of as my foundational course. And then I'll take advanced coaching courses as I progress. Right, right. Well, and you're and you're, and, um, and you're just bound to get better as you speak more, as you coach more. Um, so, I mean, I, I love that you're doing that. I had no idea um, that you were actually going through a life coaching certification course right now. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I I try to keep my uh my moves on the low because I mean you I do just a good job. Pop up with it, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I don't need people. Yeah, I mean, trying to distract yeah, me from I mean, it. Yeah, no, 100%. I completely agree. I mean, that's like with what I'm doing with Stay Grateful right now, like you give it six months and you and people will know, but I can't tell you what's going on right now, but maybe I'll tell you after this phone call, but cause it's pretty, I'm, I'm kind of pumped about it. Had a good phone call earlier today. So, um, but anyways, so um, that's awesome. Okay, so keep walking me through it. So you're doing speaking engagements. And is that that like the the product of no bench riding? Honestly, I'm not gonna um, limit what the product is. I mean, speaking is gonna be one form of monetary sure. gains, I guess. Um, coaching will be another. Um, I I actually talked to a young woman who's um, interested in starting like a nonprofit of uh, feeding the hungry like feeding the hungry and feeding the youth, actual nutritional foods. And she's currently in the process of writing that grant, and she asked me if I would like to partner up with her on that. So it's more like so it's partnering up with people who are trying to do great things in the world. It's me providing okay. my own services. It's whatever opportunities come. Like I'm just I'm so open to help that I don't want to, like, this is all. This is what I do, and shut out all right. other opportunities. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and that makes sense. I I would I would definitely do it in that sort of a way as well. It sounds like speaking and coaching are kind of like the the foundation, like the main two. But you're definitely open to working with other people as well. Absolutely. And um, but I guess the way that I'm going to go about promoting it is through my own kind of transformation, but I'm doing it in the fitness realm in terms of I'm transforming myself from overweight to super fit. Mm -hmm. And basically what I want to do is I want to let people in on what it takes to do it. Like you always see those people who are super fit try to coach people on how to be fit, and some of them have never been overweight. Right. So it's like you don't you can't really it's hard for you to really relate to people relate to their struggles like it's 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 bigger than oh they like willpower here or they're weak minded yeah. here or it's like some people legit have struggles. They legit are going through some emotional things, some mental things and it's like it's okay. Like it's it's it should be less about trying to uh like talk bad about these people and more of Guide them, like be the guide, be a, a a person of of inspiration. Like I'm gonna do this. Sometimes I'm gonna mess up. I've had so many days today. I start and I start. I'll go good for three weeks, a month, and I fall off the wagon. I've had so many of those, right. and people are gonna have so many of those. And I want to let them know that it's not about the fact that you fell off. 
That's not what's going to make you lose. What's going to make you lose is if you stay off. Yeah. I'm going to forever keep getting back on. And ultimately, I'm going to figure out what didn't work, and I'm going to tweak some things, and I'm going to get to my destination. Right. No, that's and huge. That's so are you – yeah, so you're so you're basically just documenting your fitness journey and using no bench riding as kind of like the umbrella that covers it. Absolutely. Okay, dope. And is that and so you're doing that on uh, Instagram is where you're mainly. Yeah. It, um. So as of right now, I have my Instagram is expert forty four, but I'm actually probably going to discontinue that Instagram account, and I'm going to start a uh, no-bench-riding fitness. I'm going to have two. There's going to be a no-bench-riding fitness, and there's going to be a no-bench-riding motivation because I really just want the no-bench-riding fitness to strictly focus on fitness. And it's going to naturally be motivational and inspiring because that's what those kind of transformational things do. Right. So but the motivational you... one will be more like as I go through my life coaching courses, talking, kind of implementing some strategies and some, some thoughts that I have going through it, things that when I'm talking to people and I'm, like, giving them advice, I might throw in some concerns they had, not necessarily using their name, but just, right. like, the problem. And putting out my solution will be just kind of giving them a glimpse of, like, if you talk to me or if you come to me for coaching or come to me for advice, what you would get what you would see and trying to understand that you probably have the same problems as some of these other people do. Or right. even take people who have, if I find an article, like I saw an article of this guy who was in prison for 10 years and he's now a Georgetown law professor. If that's not no bench riding, if that's not turning shit into sugar, I don't know what is. <laughs> or I saw an article last year, maybe it was like two years ago of this 55 year old man who walked on to a college football team because his dream was to play Division One football. Wow. That's no bench riding. That's actualizing your dream. That's going after what you want. That's turning your life around. And that's – it's things like – it's stories like that that I want to promote. It's, it's coaching. It's just bettering yourself, like being a better human being and, like, Mm-hmm. Man, I, I I just get so excited. I can't even finish my synthesis sometimes. Like, I just yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I set a high vision for it, man. It's, it's it's crazy. That's dope. So okay, so you cut out there for a brief moment for me. Hopefully, it didn't cut out in the audio. Um, so did you, you said you're getting rid of the account that you have now and starting another one, or you're keeping that and starting another one? Um, as of now, my thought process is getting rid of it, but. I, maybe I'll keep, I'll just take the content off, leave the account, take the content off, and start fresh on these other ones and use this one as kind of just like a get-to-know-Xavier account. Yeah. So um, So my, my, two cents, my two cents on that, keep the account you have, take nothing off. Make a okay. post letting people know that you are today starting rebranding this into like A, B, and C. Like you're going to rebrand and and this is what this account is going to be more of. And give the reasoning and your explanation why. That way people have something to connect to. That way you're not just like starting fresh and blank and the people that have been following you for however long now go to your account and they're just like, well, what the fuck? Like everything's gone. Like what the hell happened? 
So right, right, my, right. yeah, so my advice is just instead of getting rid of everything, I think that mm-hmm. that's part of your story. Like you, you were, because I mean, your social media presence is definitely going to be a, a big player in this, I think. And so right. I would say keep, keep everything because it's part of your story. It's part of your no bench writing story and how you got to where you are now. And that's can, that can kind of be like your documentation because think about a year from now when you've got, if you post every single day, once a day, you've now got 365 new posts inside of your Instagram account and you can then reference your before the no bench writing and show people like, look, like you can start whenever go back in my Insta, check it out, look at my content, look at how infrequently I posted or whatever you want to say. Um, Mm -hmm. and say, and then be like, but you'll see a a noticeable difference of when I decided that this was going to be a new brand because then people can look at that and they can, because I mean, there's got to be tons of people out there who have these accounts that they didn't take seriously and then they decide that they're going to take it seriously, but they don't know how to actually start and they're afraid of starting fresh. So I think if you mm-hmm. show people that, look, I'm going to start over right now. And if people don't want to follow me anymore, cause it's a different, not necessarily a different way that you're posting or different content, it's just got a different feel to it. Then so be it. But the people that love it are going to continue to follow you. That makes sense. So that that would definitely be my two cents, and and definitely like build that up while you do the other one, um, but focusing on both of those equally. Um, unless honestly, if you wanted to just put it all into one, because I mean you are the brand, unless you're yeah, trying to make right. it outside of yourself. But it doesn't sound mm-hmm. like you are. So. I mean, honestly, I think that you can lump in the no bench riding motivation and the fitness and everything yeah. all into one. And, and all it would take is just one more post a day. Do one motivation mm-hmm. post, one fitness post. That way you stay consistent with all that. So I think that you could go about it in that sort of way, which one, it's just going to help your follow base go up because people are going to have one spot to go for everything that's no bench riding. That way they're not confused on where to go. So that's my thoughts on it. But uh, obviously you go ahead and um, do whatever you want. Yeah, I get it. So that's good. That's good. That's something to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I'm here to help in any way that I can as well. So, um, okay. So then next question is, so you are talking about, um, your fitness journey. So what are you doing now um, that's actually like getting you there? Like what are some steps that people can actually take if they've never really tried to take their fitness seriously because they may, it may have just seemed too daunting for them to even begin? Like, like what are you doing now? Like what have you begun to do that's, that's helping you? So I... um. In the beginning of so in the beginning of July, I kind of started a, my own like sixty-two day challenge, and I say sixty-two days because in July there's thirty-one days, and in August there's um thirty-one days. 
So okay. that's the leading into fall. I kind of just wanted to do like a, a mid-summer grind. Mm-hmm. And my goal was to get a minimum of physical activity. At first I was like, okay, I got to go to the gym for at least 30 minutes. But then it was like, nah, I just need to sweat and be active for at least 30 minutes every single day. Because it's like I work with kids and stuff. I'm running around. So I was like, that counts. Like, don't, And I want people to understand that, like, being fit and living a fitness life isn't always about an elliptical machine or the, or the right. weight. It's about if you have kids and you're going to the park and y'all playing tag, that's fitness. Yep. If you're um, if you jump rope, like you're, let's say you see some kids on the corner doing double dutch, and you decide you want to hop in their game, that's fitness. You're more in the grass. That's fitness. You know, these things, this moving your body, like getting from off the couch to moving, fitness. So now it's just moving my body, like sweating. And it's funny because I had somebody who I didn't even know was doing the season two day challenge with me because I made a post about it. Hit me up and was like, yeah, I uh. I walk to work and I take the bus and like I'm walking to the, my um, where I work at and I'm walking around downtown and that's my my 30 minutes because I guess throughout the whole day that equates to 30 minutes. I'm not I don't track the steps or anything. And I'm right. like that's great. Like if that's what you feel works for you, if that's what's getting you up and active, I applaud you. You know. And yeah. So, I mean that's what this is about. Like, you know what what is tough for you. Right. Just like, and so that's what I want you to do. I want you to attack it. So me personally, I mean, I have, of course, I play football. I play basketball and stuff. So I have a history of, like, going to the gym and lifting weights. So I kind of have, a, a like, a, a, a fundamental, like, foundational knowledge of weights. But mm-hmm. I'm not a personal trainer. I'm not a strength and conditioning coach. So, like, putting plans together, like, going to the gym and just, like, oh, I'm going to put this, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. Nah, not absolutely not. So I uh, I purchased some plans, kind of basic plans that I'll tweak to my own liking due to mm-hmm. my knowledge. And I'm going to follow these plans just until I, uh, so I, until I get into, like, back into the swing of things and get into shape and things like that. And then I'll go to one of a friend of mine who has his own training company, and create, like, collaborate with him to create a program geared more towards me specifically. Okay. And um, ultimately, hopefully, even I probably can maybe program that out and sell that to the people. So that could be another way of no bench riding, making money. Right. Um, as well as helping people. So I, I mean, I got some plans. And then I'm also... I became a legionnaire with First Form, which is a supplement company. Okay. Um, so it's helping me learn more about supplementation. It's helping me learn about nutrition, um, training, all that stuff, because I'm not going to try to help you with your needs if I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly. So you want to make sure what you know. About, I need to know. Right. So, and, then, and I've never been a supplement person. I've kind of just been like... Uh, I don't need supplements. And you don't technically need supplements. I'm never – and that's another thing. Like, I'm not a salesperson. I'm not going to go sell you on making you think you need stuff if you don't. But there are things that I was like, you know what, I do actually kind of need to use this to help right. me get going because I might be lacking here with food or, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. I feel like so, with today's diets, it's just so hard to actually get 
all of the vitamins and minerals and your micronutrients that you need while also getting all of your macros as well. Absolutely. And that's why supplements are so important and I've blown up over the years because you're not eating enough, (laughs) the quality of food might have gone down, whatever the reason may be. Right. so if I can just help people in that aspect as well, it's just another notch on my belt for no big Yeah. So are you, so you're doing like, so what are you eating? Are you doing something different with your diet? Are you just eating like cleaner foods? Like walk um, me through that. So those plans that I talked about, I purchased, they have nutritional guidelines as well, which it tells you the kinds of foods you should be eating. And like, it teaches you how to, how to put the meals together. Like, yeah. and you document your micros and calories and all that kind of stuff. And so, as I follow that, I'm, it's only going to help me improve. And like I said, I tweak it according to myself. Like, those, these plans that you purchase or whatever are generalized. So, you have mm-hmm. to kind of tweak it towards you and what you're able to do or what you know that you're going to actually do. Right. And that's where people mess up. They buy these programs and maybe it's kind of out of your realm of capabilities, tweak it. Like, if you can't do it like the way that it's built, do what you can do. Don't just not do anything. Okay. And uh, and that, that's part of knowing yourself. So I guess that goes to, what did you call it, self-actualization or self-realization or whatever it was you said Self-aware- Self-awareness. Self-awareness, yeah. That's kind of about knowing yourself. Like, you know what – you can and can't do or not good at yet. Oh, yeah. And then I, mean, I said yet because you're going to get good at it. You're not going to just not learn it. You're going to challenge yourself so you can be good at it eventually. Right, right. Well, that's like, for example, I know that, and I, I'm secretly hoping she can hear me when I say this, but we can't have chocolate <laughs> in the house. We can't have candy. <laughs> so, okay. cause me, so me and Megan, we live together, and we can't have candy in the house because – she knows herself well enough that she doesn't have enough willpower not to demolish all of it in one sitting. 100%. Yeah. So it's like, so, and it's, it's too funny. We had a conversation about that the other day where like we had an obscene amount of ice cream. Like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm done. She's like, seriously, I could totally smash another one. Like she just, I don't know what it is with women and sugar, but they just can eat it just nonstop. So, but no, I mean, that's like self-awareness, like at its peak right there, like knowing yourself well enough to know, okay, you know what? I really don't have the willpower and we're not going to test it today. We're just not going to have candy in the house because I know myself and I know I'll eat it. And that's like, same thing. Like for me, I know if I don't write things down or set reminders for myself, I will forget. Like, 100%. I know that I will because in that moment, I don't deem it important enough to actually remember it, which is funny. I just started to realize that I do that, that I just, like, things that people tell me that I need to remember, if I don't write it down or make a reminder, I'll forget it because at that moment, I'm like, yeah, this really doesn't matter to me, <laughs> which is kind of kind of bad to think about. Like, when people just tell me stuff, I'm just like, yeah, that doesn't, I don't care. <laughs> that's really kind of how it goes in my head, but it's like not saying what they're not what they're saying isn't important. It's just in that moment in time, I just don't deem it important enough to my well being and myself right. to remember it. 
Absolutely. I always say when people say stuff to me, I'm like, thank you for telling me something that now I can't learn because you occupied some space in my brain that I can never un- unknow. Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing. But that's not yeah. bad. I mean, that is what it is. It's, most people would probably admit to that if they were being truthful. Yeah, well, I mean, being truthful, I need people to tell me their names at least five times before I even have a prayer of remembering it. <laughs> Just ask I, them how to spell it, and you'll remember. That works for me always. Okay. I'll have to do that because, like, I literally met a woman, like, introduced myself. We would shake hands four times, and by the third and the fourth time, she would look at me like, Nick, we've met twice already. Nick, we've met three times already. And I'm literally staring her in the face not knowing who this person is. Oh, so yeah. So when that happens, because I'm, I absolutely know what that's what that's like. Ask them how to spell it. Now, you might run into somebody whose name is Bob, and then you're just a jackass. <laughs> like if their name, if their name is Bob or Tom or something, then there's no explanation that you can give them of why you just don't know how to spell it. Two M's or one? <laughs> right. Well, I thought there was a silent Q in there. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's funny. funny. Okay, so parting thoughts for no bench riding. What would you want people to leave our uh, little 33 minutes and 57 seconds with? With no bench riding? Yeah, um, yeah. Like with, with, with that in mind, like just any words of advice or inspiration or just, I mean, a fun fact about you, whatever you really want to say. Yeah, um, I think – no bench riding at its core is the that question that you used to get when you were like in first grade, what do you want to be? What do you want to do when you grow up? Yeah. I think that is no bench riding at its core. Because okay. when you're a child and you ask somebody what do they want to be or who do you want to be, you have all these extravagant ideas like you don't care this you don't know about life struggles. Oh yeah. Like, you're like, I want to be the president. I want to be the king. I want well, to be my daughter just said the other day, I want to be Batman. Yeah. Like, it's so unsolicited, and you don't have any limits on what you're thinking of because you don't know any better. Like, you just believe that anything is possible. And it is. And that's, what's, and that's what we, we let life take that away from us. Like, if you ask an adult right now, tell me your, your ideal life, they're really going to put a cap on it. I tell mm-hmm. me your ideal life. So if you want to make a gazillion dollars, say I want to make a gazillion dollars. But no, some people just I want a nice house with a yard, maybe a dog, couple kids, um, some friends, you know, some simple some like friends. stuff that you can get anyways. <laughs> I said the ideal life and you're telling me that you want some shit you can get being a teacher? No offense to being a teacher. But like Something that Teach your salary, you can then you achieve more. easily, right? I was like, to ask me what I want to be, and I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm coming for Tony Robbins. I'm coming for Eric Thomas. I'm coming for all these Chris people. Rock. I'm coming. I want, yeah, Chris Rock, Martin Luther King. <laughs> I'm talking about when I die. I want a holiday. Oh wow! Like I'm, I don't. I want them to be like Xavier Lee Bird, changed. Lies like he changed lives of people he's never met because he was here because of the message. Like I want no bitch writing to become an emotion. I want it to become 
up like an adjective. Like, I want, if you see somebody not doing some shit, to be like, you're riding the bench. Like, I just want it to become, like, be part of your vocabulary. Yeah. And that's, well, that's mean, my dream. It's already started. I did that to you. Right. Absolutely. Like, actually. I, like yeah, like, I decided when I said that I was looking for people to interview, I decided that you were going to do this. And I'm just like, hashtag no bench riding. Sorry, yep. bud. You're not getting out of this one. You've got to do it. Yeah, but I, there was nothing I, mean, I could do. I didn't even argue with you about it. Oh, you're right. No, no, you didn't. You literally <laughs> told me that this isn't how it works, and I ignored that and continued with planning it. And I'm like, whatever, it works this time. Yeah. But it's because I think I like, it's a message that people need, they needed to hear. People need to hear more about this, and I'm excited for the people that do. Because, I mean, literally, this is my hope for every time I have someone on that it just in what you guys say and what you say, just inspire somebody to just do something. Just take action and actually do something. Don't just think of it and have it be, oh, well, that's a nice thought. Maybe I'll do that one day. You know, like, I mean, if somebody literally shut this podcast off in the middle of it and started going after what they really love, success. And I hope they don't listen to the rest of it. <laughs> right. And that hashtag no bench riding, hashtag stay grateful, all of it. That's, that's what I want you to leave with, hashtag no bench riding, hashtag stay grateful. Incorporate that into your life, incorporate that into your vernacular, your mindset, your spirit. That if, you, if, if you start incorporating these ideas and these theories and these, and these actions into your life, you're going to see results. No matter, like, I might not hashtag it publicly, but I definitely, since you guys have started doing this, looked at my life and, like, changed the way I thought about stuff, like, I have a I have a roof over my head. I have food to eat. I have clothes to wear. Now I That's might not dope. have a plethora of these things. I might not have <laughs> the biggest crib in the world. I might not have the most clothes. I might not have a lot of food, but I'm not going to bed starving. I'm not on the right. street. I'm, I have all my limbs. I can see. I can hear. Yep. Like. It's it's it, once you start really being grateful for every single little tiny thing, like I'm grateful that I can kill a spider because <laughs> I'm about <laughs> to see the damn spider. I'm grateful I have a house in which spiders attack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's really like I mean stuff I like I that. don't I don't know what you're saying about grateful <laughs> that I have spiders that attack, but look, I'm gonna look, let, I'm gonna look. let you have that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send them your way, and then if you can understand. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's Sounds good. That's funny. All right. So we're gonna end with uh, we're gonna end with that. That's the perfect note to end on. Xavier is grateful for a house that spiders can attack inside of. But. Anyways, uh, thank you, everyone that has been listening. Thank you, Xavier, for being on here. Um, and uh, people start using the uh, – that's really funny. I never just say people. That's not really derogatory. Um, people, you people, start using no bench riding as a hashtag. Use it as a verb, an adjective, I mean, a noun. You pick what form of speech you want to use it in start using it and uh thank you for listening to another episode of uh nick at night <laughs> i love the name by the way that's amazing thank you thank you uh that's actually i can't take credit for that that was lily of course i should have known 
It's so nostalgic, but I, and I love it. So, all right. Absolutely. With that, everyone, enjoy the nostalgia. Go watch some Keenan and Kel, and uh, have an awesome night. Take care, Xavier. Thank you, guys. Thank you.